Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Urdu Sikhye. This is episode number 20. Today we're going to change things up. We're going to go over a poem by Aslam Gurdaspuri. It is devoted to the Black Lives Matter movement. The reason I chose this poem is because there is a repeated phrase in it, and I needed to know what else was being said in the poem. So I've asked my friend Naima to help translate this poem for us. Welcome back to Urdu Sikhye, Naima. Assalamu alaikum, Shireen. I'm happy to be back and I'm very happy to be helping out with this specific poem. And I think it's a great selection. How did you happen to come across it? I happened to be at the right place at the right time, really. My dad was watching his usual Desi TV, which includes the news on YouTube. And the man in the video was reciting various poems. Right as I walked into the living room, I heard the words, Mera dam gurta hai. At first, I'm like, he's definitely talking about George Floyd. I had to know what was being said. So here we are. I'll include the link to the original video in the show notes, if anyone's interested. With that, let's get started. Eent se eent baja do, mera dam ghutta hai. Ab to ek hashru utha do, mera dam ghutta hai. In se mumkin hi nahi taza hawaon ka vurud. In fasilon ko gira do. मेरा दम घुटता है मैं के सदियों से हूं इस तो के गुलामी का असीर मुझको आजाद करा दो मेरा दम घुटता है मेरी गर्दन पे है सदियों से उदू का पांव मेरी गर्दन को छुड़ा दो मेरा दम घुटता है मेरी इंजील के औराक में तदफीन करो मेरी तुरबत पे लिखा दो मेरा दम घुटता है ऐसा मस्कन के जहां सांस हो लेना मुश्किल ऐसे मस्कन को जला दो मेरा दम घुटता है इससे बढ़कर तो मैं कुछ कह नहीं सकता असलम सारी दुनिया को बता दो मेरा दम घुटता है नाउ नईमा विल रीड द उर्दू लाइंस एंड आई विल प्रोवाइड द ट्रांसलेशन ईंट से ईंट बजा दो मेरा दम घुटता है रीक हैवक I can't breathe. अब तो एक हश्र उठा दो मेरा दम घुटता है Now, raise all hell. I can't breathe. इनसे मुमकिन ही नहीं ताजा हवाओं का वरूद The passage of fresh air is not possible through these. इन फसीलों को गिरा दो मेरा दम घुटता है Break down these barriers. I can't breathe. मैं के सदियों से हूं इस तौ के गुलामी का असीर आई हु हैव बीन चेंड इन द बॉन्ड्स ऑफ स्लेवरी फॉर सेंचुरीज मुझको आजाद करा दो मेरा दम घुटता है हैव मी फ्रीड आई कैन ब्रीथ मेरी गर्दन पे है सदियों से उदू का पांव द टायरेंट्स फुट हैज बीन ऑन माय नेक फॉर सेंचुरीज मेरी गर्दन को छुड़ा दो मेरा दम घुटता है हैव माई नेक रिलीज्ड आई कैंट ब्रीथ मेरी इंजील के औराक में तदफीन करो बेरी मी इन द पेजेस ऑफ द बाइबल मेरी तुरबत पे लिखा दो मेरा दम घुटता है हैव इट इंस्क्राइब्ड ऑन माय टूमस्टोन आई कैंट ब्रीथ ऐसा मस्कन के जहां सांस हो लेना मुश्किल सच अ डवेलिंग in which it is difficult to breathe 
ऐसे मस्कन को जला दो मेरा दम घुटता है इससे बढ़कर तो मैं कुछ कह नहीं सकता असलम आई के नॉट से मच मोर देन दिस असलम सारी दुनिया को बता दो मेरा दम घुटता है Tell the whole world, I can't breathe. I've heard mera dam gurta hai often. In all the contexts that I have ever heard it in, it's never been as lethal as the context in which it is being used in this poem. In the cases I've heard it in, in Bollywood movies really, for example, a character might say this if she felt trapped or suffocated by her controlling parents. Or maybe one might say, "Mera dam gurta hai," if he feels so sick and tired of a dead end job. So it's this idea of feeling suffocated, like the walls are closing in on you. So "Mera dam gurta hai" means I can't breathe or I, I feel suffocated. So to say I can't breathe, you might say, "Main saans nahi le sakti," if you're a woman, and. मैं सांस नहीं ले सकता इफ योर अ मैन द वर्ड दम ऑल्सो मीन्स सांस और ब्रेथ एंड दम घुटना इज यूज टू एक्सप्रेस दैट यू आर बींग सफोकेटेड मेरा दम घुटता है मीन्स आई एम बींग सफोकेटेड इन सांस नहीं ले सकती और सांस नहीं ले सकता देर इज नॉट दैट सेंस ऑफ अर्जेंसी वेर इज इन दम घुटता There is a sense of urgency almost like the last breath before death. So mera dam gutta hai is most appropriate to express the extreme physical as well as the emotional suffocation or oppression. Yes. So the first line of this poem is int se int bajado. Int means brick. So so in my head I'm thinking int se int bajana and that means to basically slam two bricks together. Clearly bricks symbolize something bigger yes sheerin literally that would be the case uh, for bajana if for example if i slam any two objects together it will be so but this is an idiomatic sentence so uh, bajana int se int bajana means to wreak havoc or to cause an upheaval or to cause a drastic change or to destroy so it could be translated as protesting violently so as to cause an upheaval or a drastic change int se int bajado is a way of calling for change just as you would have heard the expression in english that desperate times call for desperate measures so int se int bajado is being used with mera dam ghutta hai and this person is dying of suffocation and calling for every force to be used to save him or her right and by no means are we condoning that anyone get violent or destructive There are many other effective ways in which to int se int bajana like donating money to organizations like the Equal Justice Initiative or tutoring, mentoring and voting out the bad politicians. But the sentiment is appropriate. We must keep that fire alive. Okay, so next we have ab to ek hashar uthado. So uthado means to raise Again if I said hat uthao that means to raise your hand and that could be you raising your hand to ask a question or raising your hand at someone in a violent way so he's saying ab to ek hashar uthado and i understand ab to to mean come on 
at least now. So, means, at least now, raise your voice or take action. Now that all this has happened, now that a man has died, now you can't just sit there. You're exactly right, cheering about abto. And then next comes abto ik hashr uthado. Hashr literally means doomsday. It could also mean that you, uh, just like the tumult of the Day of Judgment or Doomsday, where everyone will be accountable for their actions. So, in just relating to that scenario, the poet is asking people to get going and to raise a strong protest. But idiomatically, this means come now, raise all hell, or to raise a tumult that is worthy of Judgment Day. I feel like I've heard it said to children, Ye kya hashar kiya hai tumne apne kamre ka? Is that a different hashar? So hashar means doomsday. It's the day of judgment because that on that day there's going to be all, um, uh, what should I say, haphazard, haphazard, everything is haphazard, everybody's running around, there's complete chaos. So it does mean chaos as well, but the poet is asking for chaos to be raised so that the issue could be addressed. Huh, okay. I had no idea that hashar meant chaos or referred to doomsday. It's interesting how that word is associated with such a heavy subject and also such a light subject, as is the case with the question, Ye kya hashar kiya hai tumne apne kamre ka? Imagine a mother saying that to her child, Ye kya hashar kiya hai tumne apne kamre ka? So it most closely means what chaos you've made of your room or what a mess you've made of your room clearly a total exaggeration. Anyway, I was listening to Sam Harris's podcast, Waking Up, and in episode 206, he's interviewing an author, and the author mentions the word apocalypse, and that made me think of our word, husher. Most of us use the word apocalypse to mean, you know, locusts and famine and hornets and disasters of all kinds, and we are certainly suffering through those, this global pandemic and, and this terrible economic shock. But literally, an apocalypse means an unveiling, a revelation. It comes from Greek words that mean to, to lit, take the cloth off of something. So returning back to the ghazal, these two expressions of int se int bajado and abto ek hasherotado are what you might expect as reactions to such a grave injustice. It's this idea of don't let my death have been in vain. You must avenge my death. A meaningful change has to come out of this. Okay, so the next line is, Inse mumkin hi nahi, taza havaon ka vurud. The only word I don't know is that last one, vurud. So uh, vurud means to come in or to land or to reach some place. So the line means, it's not possible at all for the fresh breeze or gusts of fresh air to come in through these. Taza means fresh and Havaon is the plural form of Hava, which means air or breeze. So Havaon would mean gusts of fresh air or fresh breeze. So I'm, I'm kind of interested in talking about the word in. So in se mumkin hi nahi taza Havaon ka vurud. Um, like, I feel like something's being not mentioned. What is in referring to? Uh, so, in is explained in the next line, and uh, it says, 
ان سے ممکن ہی نہیں تازہ ہواؤں کا ورود ان فصیلوں کو گرا دو میرا دم گھٹتا ہے سو ان از ریفرنگ ٹو دا فصیلیں وچ مینس دیز بیریئرز دا میک سینس اوکے سو یا ایز یو سیٹ دا نیکسٹ لائن از ان فصیلوں کو گرا دو میرا دم گھٹتا ہے گرا دینا مینس ٹو ڈراپ اینڈ ان مینس دیز سو دا پوئٹ از آسکنگ ایز ٹو ڈراپ سم تھنگ رائٹ فصیلو مینس فینسز بٹ ہیئر ہی از ٹاکنگ اباؤٹ اینی کائنڈ آف بیریئرز ایکچولی ہی از سینگ لیٹس ڈراپ اور ریموو دیز بیریئرز دین نیکسٹ وی ہیو میں کہ صدیوں سے ہوں اس توقے غلامی کا اسیر آئی ہو ہیو بین ان دا ان دا چینز اور بانڈز آف سلیوری فار سینچریز نیکسٹ وی ہیو مجھ کو آزاد کرا دو میرا دم گٹتا ہے آزاد مینس فری اور لبریٹیڈ مجھ کو آزاد کرا دو مینس ہیو می لبریٹیڈ اور ہیو می فریڈ اینڈ دم گٹتا ہے یو آلریڈی نو دا نیکسٹ لائن از میری گردن پہ ہے صدیوں سے ادو کا پاؤں سو ہیئر میری گردن پہ مینس آن مائی نیک ہے صدیوں سے مینس از فار سینچریز Udu means tyrant, and with ka paon, it becomes the foot of the tyrant, Udu ka paon. So the entire line is, Meri gardan pe hai sadiyon se Udu ka paon. This means the tyrant or the enemy has had his foot on my neck for centuries. Alright, so the next line is, Meri gardan ko chhoda do. So one of the previous lines was, Mujh ko azad kara do. There, the poet is asking, have me freed. This line is similar to that line. This too is a request. Chura dena means to have someone released. So it might be from jail, it might be from handcuffs, it might be from any institution that might be holding you hostage, that might be keeping you without your will. So meri gardan ko chura do is a request and it means Have my neck be freed. Have my neck be released. So, Mujko azad karado means have me freed. And Meri gardan ko chorado means have my neck be released. And then next we have Meri injil ke aurak me tadfeen karo. So, in this line, injil means the Bible and aurak means the pages. And tadfeen means burial. So the line means, Meri injil ke aurak me tadfeen karo. It means, bury me in the pages of the Bible. At one point in the video, the man reading this poem says, Wo jo kala tha, mazmoon bichara, wo bhi Christian tha. So why does he say wo bhi? Who, who else is Christian other than George Floyd? So he's referring to this fact that the, the oppressor was a Christian. The policeman who, who was, you know, suffocating George Floyd, he's assuming that, that he was, he's also Christian and George Floyd is also a Christian. So he's uh, basically referring to the fact that it's the Mary Injil ke aurak me tatfeen karado. He's saying this line uh, while reciting this line. 
दैट वो भी बेचारा क्रिश्चन था वो बी मीन्स ही इज़ ऑल्सो ही वॉज टू अ क्रिश्चन जॉर्ज फ्लॉयड वॉज टू अ क्रिश्चन सो अ क्रिश्चन इज़ ओप्रेसिंग एन अदर क्रिश्चन दिस इज़ वॉट ही इज़ रेफरिंग टू एंड मेरी इंजील के औराक में तदफीन करो इट्स इट्स अ वेरी हार्ट ब्रेकिंग लाइन विच इज़ रेफरिंग टू द डेथ ऑफ द यू नो वेरी जेंटल टीचिंग्स ऑफ द बाइबल यू नो वीव हर्ड ऑफ अबाउट द टीचिंग्स ऑफ द बाइबल दैट इफ वन समबडी स्लैप्स यू ऑन वन चीक टर्न द अदर चीक इंस्टेड ऑफ रिटेलिएटिंग दैट्स द ओरिजिनल टीचिंग ऑफ द बाइबल सो दैट हॉरेबल पिक्चर दैट वॉज डिस्प्लेड अक्रॉस ऑल टी वी स्क्रीन्स दैट डे इट इज़ एक्चुअली द डेथ ऑफ द होल ऑल द टीचिंग्स ऑफ द बाइबल सो दैट इज़ वाई द पोइट्स इज सेंग दैट हैविंग बेरिड इन द पेजेज ऑफ द ऑफ द बाइबल Wow, that was much deeper than I was expecting. I definitely didn't catch the point that both the oppressor and the oppressed share the same religion, which clearly didn't hold any weight in this case. And your other interpretation, this idea that metaphorically this was also the death of the teachings of the Bible. That's beautiful, something to think about. Thank you for that explanation. All right, so then we have the line मेरी तुरबत पे लिखा दो मेरा दम घुटता है सो लेट्स स्टार्ट विद द वर्ड तुरबत तुरबत मीन्स टूम स्टोन सो दिस इज ऑल्सो अ रिक्वेस्ट मेरी तुरबत पे लिखा दो हैव इट इंस्क्राइब्ड ऑन माई टूम स्टोन सो द इंटायर लाइन इज मेरी तुरबत पे लिखा दो मेरा दम घुटता है एंड दैट मीन्स हैव इट इंस्क्राइब्ड ऑन माई टूम स्टोन आई कैंट ब्रीथ Yes, you're right. So it's also a sort of a a cry that I've I'm going to die, but have it inscribed on my tombstone that this was the reason I died. I can't breathe. And then next we have, ऐसा मस्कन के जहाँ सांस हो लेना मुश्किल. He's referring to such a dwelling or such a an abode where it's difficult to breathe. So मस्कन means a dwelling, an abode or a place where you live. and sans means breath as we've discussed earlier as well and mushkil means difficult so this line aisa maskan ke jahan sans ho lena mushkil it means such a dwelling where it's difficult to even breathe and the next line says aise maskan ko jala do mera dam ghutta hai so burn that dwelling down I can't breathe. Right, it's not just any dwelling. Any dwelling like such a dwelling. Any such dwelling where you feel suffocated. It just doesn't deserve to be, you know, here. It, it such dwellings, such such institutions, such um any anything that causes a human being this much suffering should be burned down it should be eradicated i mean not literally burned down but it just yes hearing you're right uh, you're exactly right in this sense maskan means uh, maskan is from the word sukoon sukoon means peace so maskan is a place where you live but not only just that you live it's a place where you find peace where you're at peace so just like in a, in your home you're at peace so uh, if so the poet is saying that aisa maskan ki jahan saans ho lena mushkil ऐसे मस्कन को जला दो मेरा दम घुटता है यानी सच अ प्लेस वेर आई एम सपोज टू बी एट पीस आई कॉन्ट इवन ब्रीथ देयर सो दैट प्लेस डजेंट इवन हैव अ राइट टू बी देयर इन द फर्स्ट प्लेस बिकॉज इट्स नॉट फुलफिलिंग वॉट इट वॉज मेड फॉर मेड फॉर यू नो दिस डिंग दिस कंट्री वेर आई एम लिविंग इज रेफरिंग नॉट ओनली टू हिज होम इज रेफरिंग टू हिज द एंटायर कंट्री द एंटायर स्टेट वेर ही वॉज लिविंग मे बी 
I, it's better that I don't uh, that you don't have those systems in place which can't guarantee my peace of mind and which can't, can't guarantee me you know a, a maskan in a true sense a dwelling in a true sense yeah yeah and that actually reminds me of others like Brianna Taylor is another uh, case that we had I mean she was literally she was in her own home minding her own business and the cops went into her own home and killed her so this idea of you talking about you know finding peace this idea that muskin means you know peace sukun it comes from sukun it, it that's yeah that that hits home for that you know for that case so then we'll continue um so the next line is actually before i say the next line naima can you explain why he uses his name like why does he say isse zyada to main kuch keh nahi sakta aslam clearly that's his name so why is it that he's doing that is he talking to himself so he makes a share and he puts his name in it or he or his takhallus to use the exact term there and that's a thing that's done in urdu poetry i don't know if it's done in english poetry because uh, i can't recall ever having seen you know for instance uh, wordsworth using his own name in his own poetry uh, do you think there is a concept of this takhallus in english poetry no i yeah no i don't think so and then you know as i'm reading it i'm like have i ever done this and i've only done it when i am journaling and i'm talking to myself so i thought that maybe this man is talking to himself maybe he wrote this poetry as a journal entry but that's not the case no that's not the case it's the usage of the takhallus there the poets put their takhallus in either the first share that that is the first two lines or in the last share that is the last two lines of the poem so that's why you see the aslam there because he's put it there as his takhallus all right so let's continue with that line so the line again is isse zyada to main kuch keh nahi sakta aslam so isse zyada to main kuch keh nahi sakta aslam means i cannot say much more than this aslam basically there's nothing left to be said there's nothing more left to be said exactly he means now it's the time to act and then the final line is sari duniya ko bata do mera dam ghutta hai so here sari duniya means the whole world bata do means tell so sari duniya ko bata do means tell the whole world and next he says mera dam ghutta hai i can't breathe tell the whole world that i can't breathe so that does it for this episode we would love to hear your thoughts on this poem this ghazal maybe you have different interpretations please go to our website www.urdusikhe.com/e20 you can also find us on facebook instagram and twitter Until next time, Hadafis. <laughs>